0: You can also subscribe at PeopleProcesses.com, which will give you exclusive subscriber-only content. Here is your host, Rami Alajil, author and CEO of People Processes.
1: Today, we're going to be talking about the fact that many states have made laws that presume COVID-19 was contracted at work, and makes you liable via workers' comp for any contraction of COVID-19. We're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about how to uh, fight back against that argument and what would happen if you were to have a claim. First, though, please... Subscribe to our podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, pretty much any podcatcher of your choice. You can also subscribe at peopleprocesses.com, which will give you exclusive subscriber-only content. Now, let's dive into this. California Governor Gavin Newsom has signed an executive order creating what they're calling a rebuttable presumption for the purposes of receiving workers' compensation benefits, that employees who test positive for COVID-19 contracted the virus at work. Now, what that means is they have created an executive order that says, if you got COVID-19 and tested positive, there is a presumption that you contracted the virus at work, but it can be refuted or argued against given very specific requirements. And we'll go over those in a second. This is called N6220, uh, It's linked at peopleprocesses.com. You can click on the words. It'll go to the website. You can actually read the executive order. California has become the latest state in a line uh, to expand these workers' compensation benefits to the employees during the pandemic. We tuned into a webinar to uh, hear McGuire Woods, which is a law firm, partner Sabrina Beldner and her colleague in the firm's labor and employment practices, explain that states such as Alaska, Arkansas, Florida, Missouri, Michigan, Minnesota, New Hampshire, North Dakota, Utah, Washington, and Wisconsin have all enacted orders similar to California's. Excuse me. Uh, That seems to be a national trend. Again, that's Alaska, Arkansas, Florida, Missouri, Michigan, Minnesota, New Hampshire, North Dakota, Utah, Washington, Wisconsin, and now California. Like California, other states have taken actions to expand workers' compensation benefits to employees or create a presumption that employees contracted COVID-19 in the course of their employment for the purposes of obtaining workers' compensation benefits, says Ms. Belder. In addition, Louisiana, Massachusetts, New Jersey, New York, North Carolina, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Puerto Rico, and Vermont are among the jurisdictions where the efforts are pending to enact a similar presumption in favor of employees who have contracted COVID-19. According to Beldner, the state order means that employees across employers across the country who may want to rebut that presumption uh, should implement considerable best practices, including, and I'm going to go through these one at a time. One, establish a COVID-19 workplace health and safety policy that complies with OSHA and any applicable state or city health and safety mandates. Two, establish a policy that specifies the frequency with which common areas and frequently touched services will be sanitized and disinfected. Many companies have increased the amount of uh, the frequency that they do these things, but they have not documented them. Implement workplace safety features, such as requiring frequent hand washing, face coverings when interacting with other employees or customers, and social distancing. Provide employees with personal protective equipment, such as mask, gloves, and hand sanitizer. Require daily temperature checks and reporting of symptoms. Prohibit any individual who demonstrates symptoms or tests positive from, for COVID-19 from entering the workplace. Require daily inquiries of employees re- regarding exposure to individuals who have tested positive for COVID-19, such as family members, friends, or neighbors. And most importantly, track and retain all the prior information in a method that protects confidentiality to be able to dispute any notion of workplace COVID-19 exposure by an employee, I would add to Ms. Belner's list, uh, a key feature is to be able to tell where people worked and when, so that in the case of someone being exposed, you need to be able to do what's called contract, uh, contact tracing. So you need to know when they came into the office, when they left, and approximately what they did there, uh, you want to do things like close uh, communal areas like com- like company kitchens. You want to limit the ability of uh, deliveries to come into the building. Uh, these sorts of things will limit your exposure. Now, these laws, these regulations create the presumption that if someone has COVID-19, they got it working for you. And in these states, it's going to be difficult to argue, uh, in those areas, it's going to be the exception to say, no, 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 my workers' comp is not covering their COVID-19. These laws are, well, I'm not going to get into the politics, but the long and short is that they are the they are the law of the land in these states and many more to come. These states, Utah, Arkansas, Florida, these are not necessarily uh, uh, Democrat states. They're not necessarily Republican states. Uh, This is just how these states have decided to react in order to make sure there's someone to pay at the end. So by law, you're required to have workers' compensation. If an employee gets COVID-19, the presumption is that they got it from work. If they didn't, uh, if if, if you want to claim they didn't, you need to be very, you need to have your ducks in a row, which means having the uh, eight previous things that we discussed and even taking it further. As I mentioned, closing common areas. I recommend staggering if you're going to open up and you're in a high infection area or probably a best practice in general. You want to stagger workplaces. You want to stagger shifts. If you were previously open from eight to five or nine to five, consider opening from seven to three and then your other parts of your staff coming in later, trying to keep the number of people in the office at any given time. You want to limit the number of places you open at the same time. Uh, Try it with one department, maybe one that's best suited to working in person. Uh, You still want to maintain, even as things reopen, you want to maintain all of the social distancing, uh, all of the precautions you would take uh, for now. It's very important because now that the states have opened, if you choose to reopen, and you likely will, you need to make sure that you're doing everything you can to combat a claim that an employee got uh, COVID-19 at work uh, if they didn't. So uh, on our website, peopleprocesses.com, we have these uh, items listed out in the article. Please go on there, download, check it off. Uh, Some alternatives you can do. We'll actually be also uh, linking the New York State Bar Association. Gave some great kind of layouts for law firms that are opening in New York. That's actually much more strict than what was covered by this. Uh, piece. I'll have a link to that uh, on the website as well. Those sorts of things uh, are perhaps more necessary in somewhere like
0: Manhattan than the rest of the world, but also worth a read. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Check us out on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter at People Processes. Go to peopleprocesses.com, subscribe, and get some of our subscriber-only content. And if you got something out of this, make sure you share it with anyone you know. Thank you for tuning in. Now it's time for you to go out there, have a great day, and get your work done.